0: now.
1: What is going on
0: people? I hope we're all keeping good. Pierce said last week that we weren't, be going, or we weren't going to come on this week. Um, he had his doubts but we're here and we've also got a new guest, Godlam. Um, we've got Kevin Okorode from uh,
1: God's Company, Short Strand
0: in uh, East Belfast County there.
1: That's correct, yeah. How are we lads?
0: We're all good, my man. We're all good. It's good to have you on here. Um, good Celtic, man. So we're going to get plenty of chats with you today, mate, about, your, about a few things this season, and then obviously the game, and then we'll talk a little bit about next week as well. Pierce, how are you getting on with a bit of de-stress you calm yourself down? Oh, I had a massive Chinese last night. I've got a fry on now and uh,
2: a big pizza for later on. I'm just like, I'm going like the end of dodgeball. I, I, it's absolutely ridiculous. We've dropped seven points, and I, was, I, was, I don't know what to choose, but I was raging last night,
0: like, just raging. Kevin, why did you hit that again?
1: Uh, I was saying, obviously, before we cut on there, it's just, it was quite good. I think from the very, very get-go, Motherwell got a shot off on, on target, and I turned around to my Diana and I said, oh, it's, this is going to be just one of those days. The other I rang out into it was perfect half, from about the 65th minute mark, Motherwell were getting down injured every fucking 30 seconds. It was terrible. Uh, just there was no fluidity to the second half. We just couldn't get a game. Couldn't get the ball down. Couldn't play the pass. wanted to play. Uh, missed Jara and missed Tati, Something shocking.
0: It became a wee bit rushed in the second half, especially, didn't it? Like some of the, even some of the decisions. Like, you all know my my views on Kyogo. You know, I'm a staunch Kyogos. Um. But when you take him out of that striker role for the middle and then you bring on O and put Kugo out in the right, I just think that's just like a roost. Don't get Is me wrong. He did okay, though? What's that? He did okay out on the right. He will do okay. He will do okay. But he's a goal scorer. The issue he's was... He's your, main, he's, your, he's your main striker. So, you know, if you're looking for a goal against Motherwell, you want go A couple of chances yesterday, to be fair, missed. Like, for me, anyway, it's like... If, if Kyogo's on that pitch, I want him through. I want him in his position, his national position. I don't want him out of position for other players coming in. I can understand why, obviously, O is coming on the score goals. He's more physical. He's going to give you a, like a different seed, um, a different dynamic of what Kyogo brings. That chance he missed, I'm seeing a lot of people ripping him apart. Um, it was a golden chance, but... I think it's very unfair for, for a lot of people that to rate him off. I know a lot of people get off um Jacobis. Um, especially against Livingston. Pierce Blasphemy. Hey. Blasphemy.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but still very early on in his career, he's coming on there, he's under pressure to try and, you know, try and rescue or try and get the three points. Um, but I'm just not a fan of Kyogo moving out of position. What do you think about that, Pierce? Uh, I think going back
2: bring on oh uh, I found it irritating in that we brought him on and then it didn't It took until like the 85th minute or whenever that cross from uh, Vada was to put a ball into the box. He's six foot, like, and we didn't throw a ball into the box. So I don't know why we brought him on if you're not going to like change the tactics to like put a cross in. Yeah. Talk Kyoto had that chance in the second half when he tried to dink it over the keeper. Uh, other than that, we actually didn't create in the second half. And uh, where I sit, like, the, yeah. the upper tier, the Jocksteen, you they like just looked down and it just looked very much sideways across the pitch kind of stuff. It, there was no kind of energy, you know. They sat basically in two banks of five, maybe, across the... So, but you think you'd be preparing for that. Uh, it just wasn't very... You could tell after 10, 15 minutes, it felt like Roger's second season when some of the games were just really, really poor. That was the best way I could describe it. Um, it's just a very poor day all around that a lot of people just, just picked yesterday. they have an off day.
0: and I said to Pierce last week about even the Rangers game, being at the Rangers game, and the first, after the first 15 minutes, between the first 15 minutes and a half time, there was a sense of, it was like a dull, it was like a bit of a, it seemed like a bit of a friendly, and what sounds crazy because you're playing them. Did you get the same sort of feelings yesterday when you're playing Motherwell? It just seemed like were we being complacent? Were have we switched off? Do we think the league's done? Or what's your thoughts on that? That,
1: uh, that was the exact performance. That's that uh, if I could hit the nail on the head, it would be that we had a 12 point gap and we were playing like I had a twelve point gap. There was nothing at, at stake. We it, it, it's frustrating as frustrating as it was. Motherwell came and they have nothing to play for to a certain degree because they're not going to get top six and they're not getting relegated they're just they're probably playing with no pressure on them so that's probably killed us a wee bit as well Uh, there was loads of things you could see like as you said with Kyoko going out wide you thought the next dimension was the ball was going to go into the box for try and win but every time Kyoko was going down Kyoko's side on the right hand side every time he got the ball his option was to drive and then, obviously, I, th- I thought the shining like coming on was father. I thought father done well. He, every time he got the ball, he looked at attack. He looked at attack. He's a young kid, like. And if we can keep his talent under wraps, we'll be fine.
0: 100%. 100%. And like I say, it just goes back for me about... It must be hard as well. We spoke about this last week. It must be hard to try and keep those standards for every single game. And to do that, it's borderline impossible. But... Going and talking about it, like, you can mention complacency. And for me, we showed like one moment the complacency was their goal. We left Van Veen, who's a very dangerous striker. Let's be honest about it; he's a good, good striker for them. And we left him one v one with Greg Taylor. But that's not complacent. I don't know what it is. That's professional football. Like if you do that at any level, leave it, leave a, a, a proven you know gold score like Van Veen one on one. You're 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 taking a chance, there.
1: I was listening to yesterday, uh, the media after, and Fan came out and said that if there was any two defenders he could go up against one-on-one it was going to be Craig Taylor or Starfield. It was a turn in his mind that he wanted to get the head down and go what? He also, he was very, he was very complimentary or something, saying it was probably the, the best team in Scotland. Obviously we know that. But uh, he was saying that Carter, Cameron Carter-Vickers is the best defender he's ever come up against. And that was even him playing through injury yesterday. Uh, but maybe, I, I just think that the complacency thing—you don't want to get too ahead of yourself and saying, "Oh, we're being complacent. We're twelve points clear. The league's done." If if you're going to have an off day, yesterday was the day to have it. Because see, if you have an off day next week, it's a completely different thing. But if we were—if if you were to turn around and say to me yesterday, "Look, like, listen, we'll get a point or we'll drop three points, but we're going to win next week and we're going to win convincingly," fucking snatch your hand off, Fred! Snatch your hand off, Fred!
0: Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. I think you're paying on the right on the money, here Pierce, you said this. Last week as well, Do you know, are we is there one eye on next week? Is it like the league's done? Now we're getting it done and dusted, or we're we just all eyes on next week and full focus on that? I
2: don't, I, I, I don't, I actually don't think it's one eye. I think, yes, these results have been coming for a good one. for weeks. The last good game we played was Aberdeen, like the last game we properly played really well was, was Aberdeen. I hit our hearts in the cup, whichever one was second. And then since the international break, Hibs at home hasn't been great or was, wasn't great. Uh, Ross County away wasn't great. Wasn't great against them. 20 minutes was good last week. Uh, I don't know what other games we played. Did we played hearts at home in the league midweek. That wasn't a great game. Either. I just think, but what was it? So since Barger on with them since September, we've won whatever amount of games that was. Like So yeah, I'm going to have an off game, but it just feels like it's been coming for a while. Um I don't know. I saw. I was. I listened to the Sky interview with Ange yesterday, and the guy said like he kept him addressing him for a, a bit longer than um, than he usually would. Yes, uh, than he usually would after the game. So I think they need to get their act together. It's just the not worry as such, but it's not as simple as just turning up next week. That's the kind of worry you can't just switch it on, mm-hmm. switch it off. Uh, I know Rogers team at times was able to do that, so they might they might be able to turn up next week and go with it, but they've got. I suppose I was really annoyed in the car yesterday and then like raging coming home and then the radio came on at seven o'clock and it said Celtic uh, got now two wins away from the title. So if you look at it that way, it's another point towards the seven that they needed. And obviously we're recording this before they play later on. So if they were to get beaten, I don't, I think they'll win, but if they get beaten, we could still win it in the next home game. So I suppose you just have to not get too annoyed and not lose sleep like me about it. What's Dan's
0: interview um, after the game, and he says so. The reporter basically tried to do the usual, um, toe the club lane. and you know it's another, it's another. Um, we have still haven't been defeated at home this season. Um, are you happy with that you can have with that? and he just wasn't. He just he sort of he, he didn't even acknowledge the fact that we've undefeated this season at all. It was it was a case of that he was disappointed, um, with the performance and the result, um, so. Listen, if there's one man who can get this team up for next week, it, it's him. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> You're <slapping> about this. <laughs> you, know, you know what I've been fucking in the say for the last 10 months. <laughs> but, listen, I think as well, Hatari and and out of that team. They're two massive losses. They're two massive losses. And again, for me, already done well in, in, in parts yesterday. But when you haven't got Hattari in that team, you just lose... You lose a lot um i think i again i show glimpses of what he's going to do i think he's a good player but he's not as good as that he's nowhere near Hattie. that's being completely honest about it and it's just like jada as well when jada is when jada's out there he just gives you so much like you know cutting in and creating those chances getting shots off we're just praying that they're, they're available for next week because it will be a totally different game you know the other week when we we're playing them we were hoping for greg taylor being back and being fit Nah, it's like, we're really hoping for them. Um, Banfield, I know I mentioned this before you as well, so their number two has come out with um, the usual. I'm sure he's were expecting something in the lead-up to the game anyway, but he's come out and says that Arndt has said a few things that have left a bit of a taste in his mouth. He didn't want to say what the things were that Arndt that said that pissed him off. Um, he also said he complimented the state of football, he complimented him... In the, in the transfer market and bringing the players in that he has. But he also come off with that with Michael B, since he has come in, has matched Anne's postal coglu. Three games, one drawn, two defeats. Did they ever learn to shut up, game?
1: Mate, that's that's their problem. They're so much verbal diarrhea. They try and take away from the problems at their club. And this is what happened to them the first time around. And this is what's going to happen to the Tribute Act. Uh, just to touch on what Pierce was saying, he doesn't think that Aberdeen are going to get a result. I'm highly optimistic that Liam Scales is going to score a hat trick and <laughs> take his top off, and there's going to be a uh, And badge on his chest. That's how optimistic <laughs> I am. Uh, I just, I think if if there was ever a team that they wanted to play us was going to be next week in the semi final because it's all for them. And it's like at the end of the day, this is oh. defines their season. They need to win. If they don't get a win then obviously we're on for a travel. Uh, so this is what this is going to be. You're going to see it the rest of the week. There's going to be articles about Anns going to any club in the world. There's going to be articles about Hattari and Jared being injured. Uh, you best believe that there's going to be spins all week, but we need to just not listen to them because at the end of the day, they've got nothing on us. We are going to the best team in the league, best team in Scotland. If we can play, if we can turn up next week at Hamden, which we have plenty of times, then there'll be no issues whatsoever. That was absolutely beautiful, mate. I'll that was absolutely <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> you know, we've been a, for a, the uh, last twenty minutes in the mirror before come on. <laughs> <laughs> you pulled it all beautifully,
0: mate. Um, you're right, mate. Though you're 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 so right, it's just like every every time we're playing them, like, this week you're not going to see much talk coming from Celtic. They're just going to be fully focused on the game. You're going to see, you're, you're 100% right, you're going to see article after article. We're coming, Tavenier giving the big one after, after we beat beaten them um, last week. You're going to see at least two or three articles. You're going to see Barry Ferguson coming out with his usual shape. You're going to see Chris Boyd coming off with his usual balls. Um... Yeah, you're 100. We you just need to focus on the task at hand and, and focus on the stuff on the pitch and not put ourselves under pressure. It's like every game they're coming in the playoffs. You can sort of like it must be coming from a point of envy or jealousy. It's like they've just been beaten so much, um, and Bale coming in, you can say that he started the ship or whatever you want to say. But I think you're 100% right. I know, Pierce, you don't think that Aberdeen's going to get a result today, but Aberdeen with Barry Raps have won their last, sorry, his first six games in charge of Aberdeen. They have a couple of good players in there, we, Reman, Duke, and stuff. So I'm optimistic. I think they could drop points today.
2: You'd say that.
0: that. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't won a game all season. They haven't even drew a game all season. They've played 30 and lost 30, but they're going to beat Rangers today. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you touched on it there Kevin about uh, Paul Coglu being linked with another job he's been linked with Chelsea this week yeah
1: sorry. Brilliant. that's just that's just the 30th club since he's took over and been so successful in Scotland after they didn't know who he was when he first came in uh, it's going to be like that listen this week uh, I wouldn't even think about it because before the final uh, you had Fashion Sakala call that other mob you had fucking Michael Bale coming out saying this that and they are all we have to do is focus on us. We are the biggest club in Scotland. Let Demons worry about yeah. fucking the Tribute Act 2.0. Uh, uh, it's just it's just going to be like that. I, I wouldn't be surprised if fucking next week they have Paul Gascoigne outside Hamden with a fishing rod and fucking a bag of cans. <laughs> that, that, that's the only thing they're missing. Everything else but that. But listen, let's just worry about our football. We'll not, we'll not have to worry about Demons. 100%. percent he be always
0: six bottles of cowpaw. Um, loves the stuff he does. <laughs> Pierce, I'm going to throw something at you here, and I know we spoke a wee bit about Atati already so far. If atari is fit, does he start for you? If he's if he's
2: fit, yeah, yeah. If he if you can get sixty minutes out of him, that's enough. And uh, then people look at the squad. You've got like McGregor, obviously, and Atari at a force too for me. Um, and then you've got a kind of between Awada Moy. Uh, I found it quite telling yesterday that like. When He's looking for us, something to bring on that he brought on like Vada ahead of uh like Turnbull. Obviously, Turnbull's way down, which is just so pleasing for me. Uh, I have the copyright on him being uh, useless. Um, just yeah, I think he plays for me. If you can get 60 minutes out of him, get whatever. Like, I'd rather you gave 60, I you, you started him and said, Give us what you can, then bring him on. Well, half an hour to go because I think it's harder to come into a game. When I'd get up to the speed and all that. I'd play him for what you can play him. Um, that's just me personally. I don't, I don't know what you would so do um, next week in terms of starting the team. I think you probably the team nearly picks itself, doesn't it? If everyone's
0: fit. What's your thoughts on that, Keen? Would you play him if he was fit? When i gonna say fit, I mean passes a fitness test. Obviously, he's missed a lot of football I, the last couple of weeks.
1: See, I think the difference between Hatari and what we've done with Moy in the last derby. Uh, is Hatari has athleticism that Moy doesn't have at this stage in his career yeah. so if, as Pierre says if you can get 60 minutes or better getting the first 60 minutes because you, you've seen yourselves in the last couple of times we've played them and we've been on fire from the start you're going to have time with Dino up so if you can get the first half out of him and he's, fucking, he's on fire the way he has been usually against him then all of a sudden, you're in a half time, you're 3 0 up, and you can start making those changes. You could probably drop Moy in, or you could bring a water in for the, the, for the last sort of half an hour if you're going to get 60 minutes out of him. Uh, but as Peter says, the team picks itself. If Hattari's fit and Jada's fit, you know, the, they're, they're the only two teams, they're the only two tried players that come in from what, what started yesterday. So, again, if I can get 60 minutes out of him, it's going to be the first. I'm not going to bring him on the last half an hour because at the end of the day, you want the game to end very before he's even coming on. A lot
0: of people have been wanting um to be starting. For me, yesterday, again, Andy was playing on the right. And imagine this last week. I don't like Haxabanovich on the right. I think he... Better four he, times. He, what? I don't like Salmon. <laughs> he's wasted. In my opinion, he's wasted on the right. He's more effective on the left. But it's one of those ones where like, you've got my editor. Everything's up in the air. But that's two back-to-back games where he hasn't impressed me, yeah. Kachanovich. What do you think? of him in that position. Do you think that is it hard for him to come in and try and prove himself? Is it like you know, we he's given the opportunity, the opportunity has presented himself to start. Is that a lot of pressure? Can he build on it? Does he start against them next week? Uh I'll just quickly go.
2: Um, he's not been great starting. I don't know. I'll come off the bench. You think? Oh, he's a player here. Like. Off the, off the left-hand side when he cuts in. Uh, I noticed yesterday, um, it happened in the first half, maybe once or twice, he switched Maeda and Haxabanovich over. I don't know if you've noticed that. They end up switching sides at one point. Um, don't waste. Maeda's, Maeda's not the same. is not the same player on the right-hand side at all. Um, Haxabanovich he hasn't got the pace to go by a man, so he needs to come inside. Uh, I know we were pretty much saying, we were saying this last week. Um, so he doesn't start for me. I think if Jota say, I think it's a weird one because Jota's better on the left as well. But Mieda is going to play on the left regardless. So you're have to you going to play Jota on the right. Um, and then uh, if, I suppose you just have to kind of put up with, but if, if, he's, if Jota's fit, he obviously plays next
1: week. Yeah, uh, I, I, would, I would have to. Here. So I'm like, you know, if Jada's fit the front three, he's going to be me, the KO goes through the middle, and Jada on the other wing. Uh, with Haxabanovic, I think there's something there. He's maybe being playing a position because I actually found just in the game, although he was playing right wing, that, that O'Reilly was picking up the, the right wing position, yeah. and getting balls into the box. I actually thought O'Reilly had like a, a hot and cold game. I actually thought parts of the game he was good. Parts of the game he wasn't, it just hasn't hit that consistency yet. But it needs to be playing the left hand side in order for us to probably get the best out of him. But again, he's only 22 years of age, so you might not see his consistency coming in for a couple of years until he matures a bit. He's not going to get in front of me either, and he's not going to get in front of Jadar if both are fit, so it's just one of those things.
0: I think it comes down to that as well. It's like his conditioning and stuff. You know, when was the last time he actually played a full 90 minutes? You know, when you're coming in there and you're starting. Um, um, did he play 90 minutes? Remember when
2: he scored the win against Ross County back in November? He's definitely started that day I don't know if he played the full 90 minutes But that's he's, the only kind of game I can think of that he started That he's made a proper impact in the game
0: Yeah, I think he's made three starts this season well, th- Yesterday, last week, and that one, is that it? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm pretty certain I could be wrong about that, but I think it's three starts And he's one of those players where you think He's like a luxury player Where you know, you've know you got yeah. that on the bench And you can bring him on the sort of last 20-25 minutes when you're playing against a team like Motherwell who maybe go a wee bit leggy, you bring Haksabanovich on to replace Maida and let him cut in there from the left hand side. Um but yeah, it must be hard again like, you know, in terms of like conditioning and, and going in there to play a full 90 minutes and exactly the way we play, it must be tough. Um but then again it goes to you know the quality in the squad. The quality in the squad's is unreal. Just same as morning, lads as well that Moose belly is definitely even leon, heartbeat material in a heartbeat. Never coming back, is he keen?
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Hunt <Hulk's> Skalber. <laughs> <Yeah>, okay. Uh <laughs> it's hard to say because if he comes back, is he gonna play the second fiddle to Kyogo? I don't see Kyogo going anywhere for the next couple of years. Like he's twenty eight years of age. And the only thing that would sort of maybe Scars me a little bit is the fact that a lot of the, the international players are, are maybe getting are getting called because yeah. of they're playing in the Scottish League that scares me a little bit because yeah. if, if that continues to happen yeah. does a Tani look to go elsewhere does CCV look to go elsewhere does even O look to go elsewhere it, you wouldn't want that to start continually to our players just because they're playing in the Scottish League uh, because obviously if they're playing Champions League it's, 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 a, it's a, an added bonus to them it's going to stand them a good faith in the international stage so uh, back to the question Valley would I take him back in
2: a heartbeat 100% do you see him coming back no no nah, he's not coming anywhere near back to Celtic like, I'm, I'm pretty sure his knee is absolutely like screwed anyway so I don't know what he's going to do did he not really move to like Southampton in January or something like that or something was, or... was he late with him I think, I'm pretty sure he nearly moved to someone in, in January in England and the, and the deal fell through um yeah, I, I the same as you, Keevan, the, about the players that knock that's the worrying thing that if they don't get into the international squad that they're gonna look to move. But then I suppose if they're doing it in the Champions League next year, then you think they definitely would get into mm. that squad. So it's it's kind of a catch twenty two. I think you're gonna look and just pretty much said it himself that players are gonna move on. Like, don't get too attached, which is which is what hurts. Like when he says don't get too attached to players. <laughs> like uh I hope he doesn't mean himself when he talks about that, don't get too attached, because Lee might I was gonna I was gonna say
1: that, that if he, if he's talking about himself, I think uh this podcast would cease to exist because Lee would be <laughs> heartbroken. I, I would be left crammed the m- m- my three-year-old who doesn't really understand anything other than big hands. So <laughs> please, please don't do it. Please. <laughs> if you're listening to this. Aunt, if you're one of the listeners, including my dad this week, do not leave. You will kill me.
0: <laughs> I would cease to exist. You say as the podcast. You <laughs> cease to exist.
2: I would cease to exist. you like that, uh, you know the videos of the guys carrying the coffin? The, uh, the song? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. How do you replace him?
0: How do you replace
2: him? I never found him
1: in the first place. Fuck, see that, that.
2: This is a totally... Mental thing, right? But see if he ever did leave. Do you know who I get? But um, well, so so well, rate I can't even remember his name. But remember, Rogers' assistant. I thought he, I thought he spoke the real deal. Who, John Kennedy? Nah, no. Nah, uh, who was he? Roger laptop, Nah, Rogers' assistant. I need to get this. Got the laptop here for uh, all the. Uh, <laughs> <brats>. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, Chris Davis. Yes. Is he still with him? Was was he still with him? Yeah. He? Yeah, he was still, he was there and then, remember, Colo uh, was there and he went to uh, Wigan and it got sacked. <laughs> you talk about the existence, but oh, I don't think
0: Colo will be able to cope without like, being attached to Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> like, when they take Colo away from Brendan Rodgers and Brendan Rodgers and even Colo, they both can't cope. You know what I mean? Lads, like, next week as well, you know what way they're going to be set up? I can see Campwell starting, he's got that pace, he gives them something different. Um, and then I'll look passes, yeah, with of knowledge as well starting that team. It's like pff, 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 that that will give me the fear, that will give me the fear about next week. Are we able to track back? Are we able to, pff, you know, even look like Cameron Carter Vickers? Do you, yesterday, lads, did he, did yeah. he look? Did he look
2: because he was like obviously where I see like directly below. You're looking at the first half. And look, I'm not like a physiotherapist or anything, but you could see the way his legs weren't exactly moving as as fluently as, as they normally would. Um I thought he played the game quite safe in that sense. Um he didn't really move out with a probably like a, a ten yard radius. Um pfft, need another centre half. Uh, I, I just cannot watch that guy for another season next season, start, I felt It just can't do it. Like He's absolutely up. He got the ball at one stage and he went on a run with the ball. we see that? And I was like, "Get rid of it. Just get rid of the ball." He, that that header at the end was unforgivable. He had twenty yards to watch the flight of that ball drop to him, and he did that like
0: that was a massive chance. He
2: he missed another header. He missed two headers yesterday. He had one in the first half where he, he kind of ran for the front post to kind of glance it on, and he missed it. It was a free header, and he'd won in the second half that he headed straight at a uh, Liam Kelly. In the middle of the goal With his one knee <laughs>
0: There was a few things That annoyed me yesterday Maiden That scoring that ball of Cuba Who was standing up and that, that was I mean What was that Because he's, he's blind He's <laughs> blind Like he doesn't see
2: the game He just sees his, He's like He's like a horse With blinkers He just sees that Straight in front of him And just Goes with it By the way How did he not like Fracture his body When he hit the post <laughs>
0: It's made of steel, mate.
2: He's like a Japanese border in <laughs> Second World War. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he is, mate. He is. He absolutely is. The other thing that pissed me off, even did you notice when they when they, he was when their keeper was coming out with a ball? Oh standing. did stand stand. him kick the fucking ball.
1: I think that was all to do with how frustrated where we were getting it wasn't just the players, it was the fans. Just getting frustrated at the, the time wasn't it? it was a pawn. It was a pawn. But you, you, like at the end of the day, whenever you're Celtic, you're expecting something like that. See if yeah. you if if a team's coming to Celtic Park or even away from home and, and, and they're they're still in the game seventy minutes in, you know they're gonna try and slow it down as much as possible. But the take like I thought who oh, was taking him out for a stroll, I thought they were gonna hold hands after he kicked the <laughs> ball. And uh, that's how tight close he was and I'm like did you think? Clubs.
2: Did you think seven minutes was a bit lenient actually for the added time?
1: Yeah, uh, I, I, do, yeah. I see when the seven popped, seven popped up. I was quite surprised, but I think the, the sort of it, because there had been there had been time wasting from seventy minute mark. They had to, they had to do something along those I lines. I thought
2: it was. I thought you could have actually given more. I know you played an extra no, minute. Um, you don't want to sound like right bitter. I mean, you've three the end of the What's that? Forty-eight. Yeah, you goes? do. Yeah, uh, basically, the 112 see, minutes or something like
1: to get a goal, but we
2: didn't
1: create anything is, equalized. Yeah, I was just going to touch on that. Like, see, he could have put an extra 20 minutes on. So I don't think yeah, we were getting it. A goal. Oh, it's right. just, it was just we wasn't fluid enough, the, the ball wasn't moving the way it, ha- it has underhand. So, I just don't think we we're going to get back into the game for a win. Like, just he take it all, almost. You sure you tell him that? You tell that, <laughs>
0: He'd tell me to fuck off I don't know what he'd tell me to fuck yeah. He really wouldn't even He'd would just walk past me And, yeah, me so, and I'd love it <laughs> It's never a wise a you
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, Put it this way If next week The team lineup come out And Keogh was on the right And the was for the middle Would you be happy? No I'd no. be getting a jet From Canada back With the Greek so guy So no <laughs> So don't like, So don't do it I can understand again. It's like, there needs to be, for me, and we've talked about this a few times this season, it's like, Trent, if you are, if you want O and Kubo on the pitch at the same time, then you're going to have to tinker with a formation. Obviously, he's got a style of play, he's got the way, you know, I'm not saying that's he is. it's just, he just goes with that formation and his tactics or whatever else. He obviously changes it up, you can see he changes it up yesterday. but it's like, it's like, can you play them as a two? Would they be more effective as a two? No. Like Cuba behind? No. O's no, many,
1: O's far too raw on the ball. See, if you ever going to play two strikers, you're the cat, Jack Magus. Yeah. yeah. If you ever going to play two up top, you're the captain them, two together. I think the way Hans plays, see that front three, he, he likes two-way players to try and get, get get at the defenders, obviously. But as you said, Pierce, or I think it was actually Pierce that said it, if, if we're going to bring on O and we're going to go with going on the pitch as well, you're going to have to go two up top. You're going to have to tinker with it. Maybe a two-man midfield and get, get bad on a wee bit earlier and get him out in the wing and just, as you say, change the, change the dynamic of the game. If if going through the middle is not working, try and get something into that box. I know it's old school and it's not probably the way Ange works, but if you're looking to change the game and change the course of the game, then maybe you need to do these things.
0: I think it's important to remember, just talking on injuries and stuff and the way we <clears> currently are, this has been a long season, like, a long season. How long does it feel? Um it feels forever. Obviously, you had the World Cup in there as well. But that was only in
2: December. That was January, February. That's only four months ago. That feels about two years ago. Like, that season, the season has never ending. Like, I cannot wait for it to end. Honestly, I cannot wait. <laughs> <laughs> if we were playing, like, fall kick <laughs> next <laughs> week, <got>, we I <laughs> really wouldn't care.
1: The day after, like said, them, everyone, like,
2: Where, where's the football? <laughs> bring on the Champions League
0: club first. <laughs> it's just like the stress. It's like, just get the, the league, right? let's be completely honest. Let's get the league done. It's all eyes, all focus on next week. So it's like, just bury them. Just literally bury them. I think, I think today is going to be crucial for them as well in terms of next week. Um, if they mm-hmm. win the day, they'll be on a high. There's no doubt about it. They'll be they'll be running a goal. Um, but I think today, they go in the day and get beat by Aberdeen. It's like, it's going to be massive for them,
2: I just can't say it. I, I, I just can't see them dropping any coins at all today. Why? Like I just, Why? Because everyone else in the league is rubbish. That, that's the, the main reason. Like, it's going to be ridiculous if, we, if we're going to end up with... What we? I don't know, we've got five games left. We'll probably win at least. we like the hope three of the five, uh, and they'll end up. The, the two is in the two nineties. Like the gap is just like yesterday. I think Bar Hearts. None of the other teams they got into the top six won yesterday. <laughs> like that's they're all just they're all so average. So I just can't see them dropping points. I'd love even. A, but see if they lost. This is me. I'd be more annoyed if they got beat. I was like, if we just fucking won yesterday.
0: Have you been uh, speaking to McManus? Have you been speaking to Tom McManus this week? <laughs> I think he has uh, poisoned your brain, mate. Do you think that education like, <laughs> will be stopped, Like as a general point, though? I would say that I, I agree with a lot of things that you are saying there, but when you go to the list of McManus coming off of the stuff that that's like Celtics, you know, dominance and sadly the way you know they're winning trophies and they're they're unbeaten. they said that it's unhealthy for the league. What would be unhealthy for the league is something I mean just coming out of that league because that league would crumble. I don't care what anyone says, that league would go to absolute fucking shit. It's so it's the like the worst comment ever. Keep it on. I'll jump in. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand I can understand him, you know, trying to get clicks or trying to get you know trying to be sort of opinion it or whatever it may be, but if you take something about that you talk about unhealthy, you talk about the money that's gonna be lost in that league. I think the standard does need to improve. I think that there but there's a lot of there's a lot of clubs there. Like I look at the of, of Sid um even Aberdeen they're coming they're coming a wee bit strong at the end of the season. I think what's massive for Aberdeen as well is your man Burrows coming from Motherwell. We spoke about this before. Alan Burrows, no chief <laughs> executive of, of Aberdeen I think he's going to be really good for them but it's the onus is on a lot of these clubs to you know focus on development because obviously right there the money's not there so it's like I don't know Kevin. how does it, how does it improve how, do, how does the league structure improve you know do you, do you take teams out of the league do you put more teams in
1: see I, I obviously touching on what Pierce is saying at this minute in time it probably we're probably too strong for the league but again, if you were to change the structure of the league and make it a 20-team league, you're not playing the same teams three or four times a year. You're only playing teams twice a, twice a season. Now, that would take out the top six and the bottom six, and obviously you wouldn't get the split. But you're only playing teams two times a season. But the reason why they won't do that is because the Derby means so much domestically to that league that they want us playing them four times a year, three times a year, plus cups and whatever on top of it. If there were to the structure a 20 team league and you played everybody twice, there's more room for error because you're not playing, you're not coming up against clubs three times a season. Who, say, obviously, we laid down the gun, we beat them fucking handy at the start of the season. Next time, next couple of times you play them from the back of their head that they were hammered. No,
2: nah, uh, I, I, I find the 12 team thing stupid. I personally would go to 16 teams. but 16 by 2? Uh, 16 by 2 is 32. And one of those split then, What's that? 39 games. So, but playing each other four times a season is just absolutely <laughs> ridiculous, and it, it it creates a lot of these teams are uh, become lazy because then they just they just bank everything on they get two two home games against Celtic and Rangers a year, and that's all they want. So, like yeah, like you hear a lot of these kind of things. People like from fans like Motherwell or uh, I don't know who's other teams kind of the central belt around like. Motherwell, a couple of that. I think the Edinburgh teams, teams Kilmarnock. like, yeah, Perth saying like, oh, we can't fill our buses, or we can't fill our stands because everyone's going to like Glasgow every week. That's just rubbish because if you look at a town like say Kilmarnock, right, there's probably maybe two buses going to Parkhead and maybe like two or three buses going to like Ibrox from there. So what's that? Two by two sixty-seaters, there's and twenty people out of a town of I don't know how many thousand. Like so. 120 people going to Glasgow every week isn't why you don't get five, six, seven thousand at your games. Like you look at like Kalmanic were able to like, get good crowds when Steve Clark was uh, was it was in charge. Well the teams gone a bit of a roll, they get fans in. So like, if if these fans were able to get our clubs able to get fans in every single week, they'd get more money through. Like a lot of these clubs are just lazy in Scotland. You look at, just look at like kind of the League of Ireland and obviously you you guys probably know more about the Irish League but the League of Ireland, clubs actually have to invent their own reasons for people to go and watch them and make it attractive. In in Scotland it's just lazy. Uh, I know in Spain they've got like a rule where you need to have like all the fans, the 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 stands facing the TV has to be full otherwise you get fined. Like how depressing is it watching Celtic or Rangers however it is playing Motherwell I don't know why I'm just digging into Motherwell but just sitting like, I come on last week and there's five men and a dog in the stand. yeah four
1: of them men and a dog left after we were 3-0 up <laughs> it is
0: I think you hit the nail on the head there appears to be a lot of things I think the League of Ireland is a great great example of that Um yeah 100% it's like you can understand to a certain degree like in terms of like where clubs currently are and they're not playing the best and they're not really like you know, I think like look at St. johnson Look at St. johnson when they've done the, the, the cup double. Um done really well that season. And it's like now what they've done is they reverted back to like letting your man go, let their manager go. And it's sort of like that was like in terms of like who made that decision. Like, it's
2: like
0: but they won the cup and they sold their best at
2: Ali McCann, does he still play like, does he get a game for the six counties? Uh I don't know if he gets a game for them, but they sold him for like a million quid. But a million quid, they could have done something with a million quid.
0: Yeah. Listen, there's no doubt that the clubs need to do a, a lot of, there needs to be a lot of changes. There, there has to be, you know, even thinking back to like even 10 years ago and beyond, in terms of development, players were coming through at different clubs. Like Dundee United, I know Dundee United used to put, and this will do to a certain extent, a, get a huge emphasis on development, bringing players through. Um, but yeah, the league, the almost is on the league, the trend. I mean, that TV deal it definitely, definitely needs to improve. It <clears> needs to, th- there needs to be fundamental changes within Scotland. that has been an issue now in, in terms of success, the like Celtic Rangers' success. Um, over it, 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 nothing's changed in that in that sense. It's more sort of like when when will it improve? Like when the hearts when the money was pumped in the Hearts side team and they went on that you know even on that row where they were challenging second and third. It's like you know. Clubs need to do more. The league needs to do more to make it the, the, the onus is not Salic. All Sadik no. can do is focus on SALIC. And like the, the likes of Big Man is coming out and saying about the, you know, in terms of the health of the league, talk about the league, talk about the other clubs, but don't be bringing Salic in yet. Because the position that Salic are in, you know, they're still playing in Scotland. You know, it's still they're still going up against the powerhouses in Europe. Um for what we are currently achieving, in my opinion, is very, very it's very, very impressive. You know, the, the turnover this year, something like over 100 million, um, you know, it's absolutely fantastic. So instead of bringing something into the argument, focus on what needs to happen, what needs to change, and just let us get on with our business, let us keep winning things left, right and centre, okay?
1: See, just to touch on that, bro, what you were saying, 100%, the unit hasn't on something Because, say, in a different world, we never got Ant Postacoglian as a manager, and we didn't sign the gems that he had found. We could have been in a different we could have been still in a rebu- rebuilding process this year. So say Rangers had a won the league last year. Would, it, would the owner still have been on Celtic to, to make the league around them stronger? Like it's not our fault that we we have signed a half decent manager and we have changed we've changed the culture of the club. Instead of signing fifteen dog players on fucking transfer deadline day on loan deals from Scotland or from England, we have signed good players who fit into the system that our manager wants to play so the onus isn't on us the onus is on the, the league and the rest of the clubs to try and to bridge the gap what
2: do you yeah. think there's I, 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 I it just I mean have you seen on Twitter some of the stuff they've come out with in the last you see like the fans are kind of the, the provincial clubs saying like maybe a thing should do like split the fan gates okay, like money like that is the stupid. Why should like Celtic and Rangers be penalised for having like 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 there was about from what I could see in the television, there was maybe about seven eight hundred motorwell fans, if even that yesterday. So there was I think fifty five thousand there yesterday. So what they should get twenty seven and a half thousand of the money like that, that. That is just nonsense. Like it's just not a workable thing at all. Like you, to make something stronger, you don't bring everyone else. Down to the pack level, surely you should try and like rise everyone up to do their own thing. Like it might take a couple of years, it might take a long time, but it's better than what they're doing now, which is just let's just sack a manager and go on the merry-go-round of giving the next, giving a guy a manager a job after just being sacked from another club. None of them look outside the bubble of kind of Scotland, Um and anyone know, who does it, and it just gets land-based. I remember. When Steve Clark left Kilmanic, they brought in, that Italian, I think he was Italian. Now, it, it didn't work out, but at least they tried something different. Like, Stephen Robinson just got, I know he's doing quite well with St. Mirren, but you just go from job to job to job. These guys just get job after job.
0: Yeah, I agree with everything you say there. Absolutely spot on. All we can do is just keep winning. All we can do is just keep, you know, thinking about in house stuff. Prepare ourselves for Rangers next week. Um the honest next week, two players we need back. Hopefully they're fit for next week. Um before before we go here, lads, before we wrap up, any predictions for the day. I want to start off with Kevin, because Kevin's gonna be optimistic about this. Aberdeen V Rangers. Kevin, what's your score, mate?
1: I'm going three one, Aberdeen. I'm going lame scales hat trick. Uh, I'm not, not budging on that he's, he's a ginger Irish man he's going through the business uh, and that, that's my prediction for today prediction for next week as well go for it I'm going to be bold I'm going to say 3-1 we'll be 10-0 up at half time we'll be in cruise control in the second half
0: and Liam Scales is going to run on the pitch with his tab off <laughs>
1: he's going to be in the green brigade
0: Here's prediction for the day mate
2: I think they'll win 3-1 Jesus
0: Christ
2: You know what I was saying to you in the group chat last night I had a bit of a sick feeling same as last year semi-final we just remember like the, the amount of players that just were running on empty last year but um, I don't know I just next week just get through I would I'd would take a I'd take nil next week and then, if it got beaten, Brooks, I couldn't care less. Like, just just win next week.
0: Yeah, my or prediction say, is, I don't give a fuck about today. Next <laughs> week, I honestly, honest to God, I don't think my heart could take a 1-0 win. Literally, <laughs> I'm not exaggerating when I say this. That last 10 minutes against them last week has aged me about 10 years. Physically, <laughs> mentally, emotionally, <laughs> drained. No way I can take a 1-0 win. I'm saying... 2-0 next week. I'm very, very confident on that. I'm going for a QO double. Oh, I can fuck off. We're bringing him <laughs> on. He can on the right kill through the middle. Lads, this has been absolutely powerful. Pierce has always made massive quality <laughs> Kevin, It's been unreal having you on, bro. We're gonna get you on next Thanks, week. Thanks, lads. We're gonna get you on next week as well. Okay, for a, before the game, we'll do a preview of the the, the Sally against them. Uh, cup semi-final next week. Have you enjoyed yourself, my man?
1: Ah, oh, it's brilliant, mate. Not nothing better than sitting talking shit about Celtic <laughs> football.
0: And that's all we're here for, right? We're fandom, we're getting stuff over chests, but most importantly, we're enjoying ourselves talking shit to each other. Pierce, <laughs> as always, bro, I'll tap to you very soon. I'll chat to you very soon, lads. This has been quality. Hope anyone listens enjoys ourselves And we'll see you all next week. Peace. <laughs>
2: Thank